It's time for Loud Pipes, the podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive diversions. Recording from RDub Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, or wherever sufficient bandwidth can be located, here's Rich Warfield and Rico Hogan. Loud Pipes, episode 30. And we're going to catch up on some news this week, mainly some news coming out of the AIM Expo 2015, and some other interesting bikes and tidbits that have come out in the last couple of weeks. I'll bring in my co-host here, Mr. Rico Hogan. How you doing, man? What's up, my friend? What's up? I'm still kind of reeling from the the barber show. I'm just, you know, just kind of sucking it all in and can't can't really get over our trip. That was just so much fun. Oh my god! Yeah, right. I had a blast, and I can't wait to do it again. I'm, you know, I keep looking around for other places for us to go, and uh, <laughs> we have to do another trip fairly soon before it gets too cold. Yeah, we get one more in this year before we get sort of snowed in. So, mm-hmm. so let's head head east a little bit and say hi to John. How you doing, man? Doing well tonight. Other than it's a little wet. A little wet. Hmm. Just yeah, a tad. Last two days. Well, you got all wheel drive now, so what do you care? <laughs> well, yeah, that is true. <laughs> but it needs some different tires on it. Right. Cool. So, so go ahead. Do you let it get wet, John? Yeah, I do. Mm, nice. It's a, yeah, I figured yeah, it, it's in the garage and everything now. I didn't know if that was like, you know, only like dry day car or, you know, if you take the old beater. No, no. I, I, I just got driving it. I gotta fix the truck first. That's that's next yeah. on the project is to get the uh good old pickup truck fixed. I gotta replace the uh master cylinder and the brake boost in it. Nice. I gotta do some brake work on my truck myself. Yeah, you sent me that picture of the blown line, right? That's yeah. nasty. Yeah. Rusted out. Two thousand fifteen. They don't make them like they used to. Two oh wait, two thousand. One, I said 2015, didn't I? So. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2015 uh, now. If you're if you're checking, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm th- I was thinking that the you know the truck's 15 years old now. We're going on 15 in February. Yep, it's time. Time to replace a few parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, before we get too far, I just want to make one quick mention here, and we've talked about this before, just in terms of. You know, forward progress with the show and, and what we do here um, in general um, as our as our little business. And we've kind of teetered back and forth on whether we take an advertising approach to the show or we try to build more of a community aspect. And by community aspect, we mean it would be more sort of listener supported, sort of that direct, um, the direct value for value relationship, if you will. So that would, of course, mean something like Patreon. Um, which I sort of encourage everyone to check out anyway. It's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And we're working on that. I think that's our preferred method. Uh, but in the interim, what we've done is our our website platform allows for a simple uh, donation button. So we've got that up and running, and anyone that wants to do a donation directly that way, uh, feel free to do so. We don't have any of the cool uh, perks and goals set up like you can with Patreon, but 
that is something we're working on. Uh, so like I said, in the interim, uh, check that out. So it should be uh, com slash donate and uh, have a look. So I've got one quick little story in the chit chat to share. And then I know Rico's got some sad news. We want to get to that uh, before we get to all of our all of our AIM Expo goodness. And the news I have really is that we have a new rider, Rico. Say what? Yes. What? Deer gun on the bike? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, did you get the wife on the bike? I know, right? I think it's <laughs> it's going to get very, very cold around here if I ever get her on the bike. <laughs> very cold. You know, you're know, going to see like devils with ice skates, you know, that kind of cold. Yeah. So it's not going to happen, huh? Not going to happen, no. But uh, a couple weekends ago, um, Bryce did finally get on his electric bike. Oh, nice, nice. A present from Mr. Hogan, of course. Thank you very much. Yay, yay. Uncle Rico's awesome. I know, right? <laughs> When's Rico coming back with the burnout bike? That's all I hear. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a we had a nice little guys day here. Uh, wife was out doing some things, and it was just me and the boys. And um, my oldest had been pretty good with school and everything. Behavior had sort of improved. So I was like, all right, let me see if he wants to ride it and give it a try. Because I don't, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but... He got skittish because the first time I let him ride it, he went wide open throttle, panicked, and slammed into a concrete wall. So <laughs> not exactly a good way to introduce him to a motorcycle. <laughs> and that's how you crash. <laughs> so so rightfully so. He's been a little timid. But yeah, a couple Saturdays ago he did get he get out on it, got the throttle working, and I tell you, Rico, it was minutes and he was just zipping around the yard. And then about two hours later, he's riding, like standing up on the pegs and starting a hot dog on the thing. And I'm like, oh, that a boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> that a boy. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's cool. So it was cool. You sent me a picture of uh, you on your Kellar too, right? So you chase him around the yard on your bike. Is that what you're doing? Yep. Yeah. So when when my younger youngest son got up, because um, he's a couple years younger. He got up from his nap. He kind of felt left out because, you know, the older brother's out there zipping around the yard on a bike. And I was like, hmm. I was like, you want to ride, Cameron? He's like, yeah. So I brought the KLR out, set him on the seat in front of me, and then we sort of started chasing Bryce around the yard. It was, it was a good time. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was just a great day with the boys. We we made s'mores outside. We had a little fire, you know, kind of brought dinner outside, let them eat around the fire. It was just just a great day. Great day to hang That's out with cool. the kids. That's cool. I love those days. Hopefully they uh, didn't say anything to mom. Yeah, she knows. She was oh. kind of okay with it. So we'll just leave it at kind of okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's so there. Cool. Well, at least you guys had a blast. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. So that's our happy thoughts. And I hate to be a buzzkill, but Rico, uh, you have some sad news to share. I understand. I do. What happened, Rico? It, 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 it breaks my heart to even say this. Let me let me hold back the tears. Hold on. Do you, Do you need a moment? Should we get a get a candle oh, or something? Yeah. Right? So wait. So wait, wait. 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 Don't say anything. I sold my M three. Oh. No. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I, f- I, I thought I, I might get a ride in that thing before you got rid of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Last time you were here, I was. I thought about. But um, yeah, 
someone else is the proud owner of a awesome Matt White M3 V8 mm, tons mm, of mm, horsepower. Mm. I call it the chiropractor. Well, of course. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know that story, right, John? No. So the first time Rico gives me a ride in it, my my back was kind of sore and it it was all right for the most part. Like I could walk around without much pain, but depending on how I sat in the seat, it was a little tender, shall we say? Okay. So Rico goes out for lunch. He's like, oh, I got the M3 today. And I'm like, oh, great. And then as I got in the car, I was thinking, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, how fast is it? <laughs> so, yeah, let, let's just say I got a couple of vertebrae adjusted as he left the parking lot sideways, you know, snapped me in the back for like three gears. And just the shifts in that dual clutch, just amazing how much power transfers and how quick that thing shifts i mean it was jarring just every shift was like bang it's like getting punched in the back i was like oh there's second oh there's third (laughs) (laughs) oh there's fourth (laughs) and we're still sideways (laughs) did your back get fixed after that ride uh funny enough it did when we got to the sandwich place i was like oh that kind of kind of feels better but oh man it was jarring i was not ready for that Mm mm-hmm and I was going to do the same thing to John, but we we didn't get a chance to uh, get out on the road. So yeah, go ahead, go ahead, brag on your baby a little bit. We, I know you had it tuned up a tad, so it wasn't stock by any means. What what do you think it was putting putting to the ground for power? Oh, it had uh, four hundred thirty horses in it. Um, a little, uh, about ten more, ten more than the the stock because I had it tuned electronically tuned. And um, didn't do anything to the suspension, so just the electronics of it. I had the octane boosted a little bit, so I mm-hmm. had to put a little bit higher octane in it to keep it purring. Uh, otherwise, I will get a um, admission um, notification, and I, when it wasn't burning right. But uh, keep I kept uh, high octane in it, pretty much ninety ninety seven to a hundred. Right, you know, I mixed the two together, and and and, and that she seemed to run a lot better uh, with that. And she likes to ride ride in the cool weather too. She seemed to have yeah. a little bit more get up in cold weather. You ever had it on a dyno? Like, was it to the wheels? Was that four thirty on the wheels? You know, I haven't had it on a dyno. That was one thing I wish I could have done before I got rid of it. But um, no, I didn't. But um, on on the computer, that's how much it uh, indicated that it was going to be putting out. So. Hmm. I was happy with that that number anyway. So either way, well the 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 way it delivers it, it was it was quite savage in the power delivery. I must say for for being four hundred thirty. Yeah, it, it is. It was a savage. I gotta say was because I don't have it anymore. But yeah, right. <laughs> it, it it was. You know, I had a I had um, four guys in the back seat one day. We're out driving around downtown uh, Charlotte, and. um I was the closest one parked, and we wanted to go out to another a bar, so we all hopped in my car. So it was six guys, big guys in the car, and we wanted to go three blocks down the road. Three blocks. Yeah, three blocks. You know, we could have walked, but it was kind of chilly. And, you know, I didn't want to leave my car where it was, so I said, well, I'll, I'll drive, and this way it's close to me. Um, so we all piled in the car, and I was like, you ready, guys? And mind you, a lot of these guys haven't ridden in the car. 
So, you know. They didn't know what to expect. They didn't want to know what to expect. So, of course, I punched it out of the, <laughs> I punched it out of the parking lot <laughs> sideways again, going down the street, shifting, just like I was with you, shifting, you know, down the slide uh, as I got her sideways down the street. All I heard was screaming the entire time. So it was pretty funny. So, um, you know, that was one of those moments that I, I wish I could, uh, I had the uh, grow pearl with me. Oh, that would see been everybody's awesome. faces and yeah. just keep replaying it and send it out. But uh, that was yeah, a nice it, night. It surprised me. So, yeah, it got sideways, but it surprised me how quick it hooked up and just launched. I mean, it yeah. really put the power down. Yeah, yeah. And you, my brother has, has always been impressed with how, how great that car handles, uh, especially when you want to get it sideways. It'll go sideways, but, you know, it'll straighten back up and let you drive right through it and keep on going and just keep right keep your study and keep your confident that i gotta say bmw um has done a great job with that car um and i i love it and it's sad i'll I'll probably end up getting another one eventually down the road but um yeah yeah i'm gonna miss it gonna miss it, it was definitely if no one's seen it um it was <laughs> definitely a cherished car and i've done a lot of customizations to it with the matte white wrap and the um carbon fiber and the custom interior uh, but uh, it will be missed. Well, we should, for for goodbye's sake, we'll put a couple of pictures in the show notes so people can see yeah. your yeah. your your baby who's now gone. Yeah. Yep. Well, and don't be sad because when we did the Porsche thing, um, I think I commented to you a couple times. I was like, these things do not shift near as hard as that M3. No, it didn't. Yeah, I think I mentioned it too in, in some of the videos we got. Yeah, it does. It didn't. But yeah, I mean, uh, we the, didn't have we didn't have them in sport mode either. So, no. Well, know. the first one you did, the Cayman uh, GTS, oh, right. you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That You're shifted right. pretty quick, but I think the boy that M3 was just brutal when it shifted. Mm-hmm. It was so fast and so hard. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm going to take. That's what I'm never going to forget from that car. Was just the power transfer when that thing shifted gear. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember I had a guy that wanted to um, take it for a test drive. Shorter guy. So, you know, he had to pull the seat up a little further. No, right. I was like, I, I put him in a straight line. I was like, all right, push that in button. Hold Mm-mm. on tight. <laughs> and the poor guy, you know, he, he, he guns it, you know, he's, he, lifts up, he lights up the back tires and he guns it. Then as he's shifting, his foot's coming off the accelerator. So we're starting to get this bouncing effect. Oh, on the car. So he looks over. Is this the supposed to be happening (laughs) (laughs) i was like you gotta keep your foot planted buddy he's like i can't uh, Mm -hmm. that's terrible if you can't buy a car because you're too short yep it was pretty funny oh that's sad (laughs) all right so yeah we'll we'll put some pictures in the notes as a little farewell and it'll be missed and i'm I'm sure you'll get another one Maybe, maybe you'll get something uh more like this next time Maybe. Maybe. Yes. Yes. That's definitely on the radar. That's the next one on the radar for sure. And for those of y'all don't, who don't know, I say y'all, who don't know what that sound was from, that's from an Austin Martin. Vantage GT. Vantage GT, baby. Love that car. Just loved it. 
And I was just watching um, a preview of the new James Bond, Austin Martin. Mm. Wow, what a car. Now, hopefully they, they produced that particular vehicle or something close to it because it's really sharp looking. Indeed. All right. Ready for some new topics? Oh, sure. Why not? All right. New topics coming through. So our main new topics are catching up on some news stories. So we spent a lot of time getting to Barber and then, of course, doing the episode. And the AIM Expo was something we pinned about a year ago when we heard about it. And we said, yeah, we got to get there. But then, of course, Barber came up, which was just the week before. So we were like, eh, I think this is going to take precedence because it's uh, right in our backyard. And, you know, Lee from Moda said, yeah, you guys should check this out. So I think we made the right choice, wouldn't you say, Rico? I, I would agree, too, my friend. And uh, I think we got more out of the Barber experience, to be honest, than we yeah. would have gone to Ames. Yeah, hard to, hard to say without being there, but, you know, we'll get there at some point. But I think with Barber being so close to the AIM Expo, it's going to be tough to, to give that one up to head to Florida, of all places. <laughs> yeah. That's an extended weekend. Yeah. A lot of things would have to change for us. Long, longer <laughs> ride, yep. And probably longer ride and probably more just highway. You know, it would, I don't know that yeah. you're going to get the, the five-state mountain ride from North Carolina to Florida. <laughs> No, no, that's definitely a straight shot down 95 for the most part. Yeah. All right, well, let's touch on a couple of things that we earmarked and, and sort of drew our eye. And and some of these we won't spend a lot of time on. They just sort of piqued our interest, but that we will dive in to a couple of these bikes. The, the first thing I want to talk about, because, of course, I have a KLR 650, <laughs> is the new camo edition. <laughs> Say what? Coming camo? Now, it looks pretty cool. I mean, I'm not much of a fan of the new body work they've done on the, the KLR, but this sort of military camo kind of softens that up, and it, it looks pretty cool. It looks very utilitarian, almost like, you know, Call of Duty fighter. You can just imagine a couple of guns mounted on this thing. Huh. I mean, I'd rock it. Why not, right? Why? Cool. Yeah. So if you fall off and it runs into the woods, will you be able to find it? I, mean, I don't know. You have to... <laughs> Put a little fluorescent on the pegs or something. <laughs> yep. But the but the funny thing is, it's all it's all the same, uh, you know, usual dual purpose KLR six fifty. But they are charging you three hundred bucks <laughs> for the extra paint. What? So if you really like it, you're gonna come up with three hundred more dollars for your KLR. Hmm. So you're gonna get camouflage, and you know they have like a camouflage wrap you can put on your bike, so you can get close to it. Maybe I could do that. Yeah, maybe I could wrap mine. But but speaking of, mine's actually due for inspection in like two days. So I think I'm going to take that, oh, get that taken care of. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so not much to say about that. Like I said, it's really just a, a paint scheme option on the beloved KLR. Yeah, yeah. All right, now, Rico, you like the R1, right, from Yamaha? I do. I do. Love or that as my, as my son says, Yamaha. <laughs> Yamaha? <laughs> He like sounds out every syllable. No, he's low back. It's kind of funny. But if you if you didn't have enough money to scrape together and get yourself an R1, which sounds like an amazing bike, we we've got to get out and ride it. But the new R1, 
um, with its updated engine, all the tech, you know, the the rider control aids and all that stuff just just seemed like an amazing machine. But for fifteen hundred dollars less, you can get the new R1S, which it's not as light as the R1, and you know maybe not all the same uh, electronics. I think it's mostly the same electronics, but I think there's a few things they leave out. But um, I don't know. Does that interest you, Rico? Fifteen hundred less to to lose or not lose, but to add a little weight to the regular R1. Now, so the S stands for slim. I don't know. Or, or slightly less. <laughs> slightly less. Or slightly more because it's heavier. <laughs> or, or stupid, you should have bought the R1 instead. I don't know. So it's got, but, the, uh, same, no, go it's ahead, got the same electronics. It's just the wheels use are, are in uh, rods and stuff are heavier metal. Huh. Yeah, yeah, because they did put some pretty exotic metals into the R1, so... I don't know, fifteen hundred bucks. I think I think if I'm spending that kind of coin, I'm I'm going to save up the extra pennies and and I'm going to go for the big boy. Yeah, unless you're going to be using it. You know, you know, a lot of these guys they may not be putting it on the track, so it probably just turn into a wheelie bike or something. So if it's going to be a wheelie bike and you'll be coming down hard on it all the time, this S might be the one for you if you're going to be abusing it. Yeah, if you're going to stunt with it, right? Why why spend the money in the R1? Because you're going to kind of beat it up anyway. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's interesting. You know, just an- another model option. I mean, the R1 looks fantastic. I can't wait to ride it. Other than your R6, I've never actually ridden, you know, a real high-power superbike. So I got to get my get myself on one of those. There you go. You're in for a treat. I may never, may never buy a Harley again after that. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Rico, why, why am I riding this thing? I don't know. Pull over. <laughs> Let me ride. <laughs> yeah. Wipe that grin off your face and give me a spin. You know. So. Yeah, but that looks nice. You know, I don't know if I would would buy the S one, but uh, I would definitely go with the R one for sure. Not this version, though. Right. Prefer. You know, it's my preference. Well, while we're on the superbike um, tip. I know we put this farther down in our notes, but why don't we move on to the new Ninja ZX-10R for 2016? Yeah, that's an interesting bike, but uh, I, now, this I one, don't know. This one got beat up in the in the shootout because it is the oldest bike of the group, you know, had the least amount of tech, but still, they said still competitive. I think it was Motorcycle.com did that great uh, five or six way shootout. And they said it's still a very good bike, but just needed an updating. And it looks like that's what we've got for 2016 is a nicely updated ZX-10R. They've got a couple of interesting additions. There's a Kawasaki race team edition that looks cool with the, you know, sort of the factory graphics on it. And even with the full-on ABS bike, I think this thing is just over 16, if I'm not mistaken, John. Yeah. Something like that. Correct. Uh, 15.9 for the... Uh, for the base, and then the world bike uh, is is sixteen three. Nice, yeah. The the race team edition sixteen two ninety nine. Yeah, so two hundred seven claimed horsepower, Rico. That's pretty nice. That's, that's nothing to sneeze at, to tell you the truth. But yeah, mm. it, you, you got to be into the ride, though. I mean, like we've like we've talked a bunch of times. It it's got to be a hoot to ride these. But man, you you got to want to ride like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, you do. And you, I almost think you grow out of that uh, at some point. Um, going that speed in that adrenaline and rust of going that fast, it's that quick on, on a bike. Yeah. Um, something I, I've grown out of um, now, as you can tell the, with the, my next bike purchase here. I just want to just lay back and chill and enjoy being outside, riding the back roads and taking in the scenery instead of just right. <laughs> flying by it all. But, um, yeah, you know, not to knock it, but, you know, they they are fun. But I, personally now I'm a little bit older, you know, yeah. want to take it easy now. I have the same problem with these kind of bikes as I do with buying a supercar, and that is... If you're not going to put it on the track, why bother? Right. You're going to keep it covered in your garage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if yeah. if you're not going to do track days, where are you going to enjoy this new ZX-10? Where? I mean, yeah. you probably can, you know, quick blast down the road, but how long is that going to last before you get locked up? Yep. Yeah. Six, Speaking six, of which... 60 miles <laughs> recently <laughs> happened in Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. It's a funny story. I got to tell this one. So I forget which night it was, but it was before we went away to Myrtle Beach. Um, something woke me up early in the morning, and I, I don't know what it was. but And then I hear off in the distance, police sirens. I was like, okay, well, police siren. It's not that out of the ordinary, right? We're not that far from downtown Charlotte. And I start hearing what sounds like multiple police sirens. I was like, oh, maybe it's a chase or something. And then I hear the distinctive sound of a sport bike go screaming by. Zoom. <laughs> and then like like a minute later, I hear the sirens. And I'm like, okay, yep, he's on the run. And then for like the next minute, I'm just hearing the sport bike off in the distance, you know, roaring, slowing down for turns probably, roaring again. So yeah, I checked the paper in the morning. Sure enough, this guy leaves. Uh, I think he leaves around Matthews, North Carolina goes on like a 60 mile high speed chase over a buck 50 and they finally catch him somewhere in pineville <laughs> was like, nice. wow you better run run forrest Jeez. man how did they catch him first off well i'm wondering if he just ran out of gas 60 yeah, miles that's the only thing at, i could think right cranking it for that long like would you just use up that much fuel i don't know what these things hold four uh, gallons five you, gallons you should be at least at that speed, at least be able to do 125, 150 miles. You would think, yeah. Assuming it was full to begin with. Assuming it was full, yeah. But I saw pictures of the yeah. bike. It wasn't wrecked. I mean, they were putting it up on a flatbed, and it was. It didn't look like it was damaged to me. So uh, I don't know if they just pinned him and he gave up. But, yeah, the new one's four and a half gallons. That's too bad. He won't so, be able to ride for a while. Yeah, it was interesting. But I, I heard that sound, and I and just hearing the bike go by and hearing the sirens, I knew exactly what was happening. And when I saw the news, I just laughed. Mm. Well, he's lucky. Yeah. No one pulled out on him or something happened to him. I think he did Indeed. the wise thing. Yeah. Pull, probably, hopefully just gave up, right? Instead of uh, yeah. getting some sort of crash. Right. Cool. So anything else on the, on the ZX-10 that strikes your fancy? I mean, it looks no. good. They haven't changed the they, looks that much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> No, there's nothing I can add to this bike. <laughs> so I'm sorry, you know. Well, I guess what I want to—I'm curious to see now—is is the next shootout, right? Does this raise its game in the hierarchy of 
you know, the BMW S1000RR and the, the Ducati and all that. Like, you know, where does this rank in the pegging order now that it's been updated? That's all I want to see. Well, you got the, what, the ZX14R now? So that's the big boy for Kawasaki. That's that's the monster. Uh, yeah, but that's that's heavy. That doesn't really play in the space, though, right? I, I know, but, you know, a lot of guys, they like the Hayabusa guys. They want you know, that, yeah. This yeah. this will be the next bike for them. Um, so I wonder, I wonder if this is faster than the 14. I wonder with the revisions. Huh. We'll have but to we'll, find out. We'll, we'll just have to up. ride them. Yeah. We probably won't do that. We probably won't do that. That's crazy. Yeah. You, I'll let you ride the 14 R so you can experience that. Well, funny you mentioned the 14 R because I've been looking at the Modus as a possible bike in the future. They have a touring version of that ZX 14. You know that, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think they call really? it the Concours. It's basically a ZX14 with like hard bags and a bigger fairing, a little more upright position. Yeah, check it out when you get a minute. But I'm kind of, you know, after being at Modus, even though I haven't actually ridden the bike, I'm starting to think I may look at that class of bike. Something powerful and sporty with proper touring hardware. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, I just want to feel those bikes out. You know, ride a few, see if I like that kind of ride. You know, do I feel I need that much power? Mm-hmm. But just, just something I want to check out. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll tag along for that one. Maybe come along. You can shoot video. Sure. Why not? Yeah. All right. So you Moving had on. your eye on the, the Vulcan S from Kawasaki, the little cafe version that they came out with. Want to chat about yeah. that one a little bit? Yeah, I like this bike. They they also revealed this bike at the Ames Expo on Thursday, I believe. Uh, so this is a 2016 Kawasaki Vulcan S Cafe ABS, listed <laughs> for eight grand. Mouthful. Um, yeah, really. <laughs> so it has the windshield. It adds uh, the matte carbon fiber gray color scheme with the candy lime green stripe going down the middle of the bike and the little lime green um it's on the spring too the spring, spring yeah the yeah mm-hmm. so it, it's sharp uh the thing is you know for that little extra money to have all these extra upgrades to it why wouldn't you just get the regular vulcan unless you wanted a sporty right. look you know but uh yeah it's got uh all the sport bike um, mentorables for it. I can't recall what they are. I don't know <laughs> if you had those close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Uh, so they well, had the, the suspension and the the chassis. What else were there? Well, it's funny, yeah, because when you look at their website, it's like, well, they have a Ninja-derived, you know, basically 650cc parallel twin. You know, the chassis is like, Sporting intentions derived from a sport bike, you know, light sport bike wheels, all this stuff. And I'm like, why don't you just buy a Ninja? <laughs> you know, yeah. they're, they're talking about the engine and the, the chassis and all this stuff. I'm like, if you want all that stuff, wouldn't you just buy a Ninja and not get a cruiser that's trying to be a Ninja? Well, maybe this is for the guys that, that with bad knees and they can't have their knees back like that. <laughs> but they Ouch. want a sport bike. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. It could be. I'm just hypothetical. 
Well, that that out. is actually a, a cool feature on this. And, you know, if you recall, we had a rider um, ride in looking for something for, a, you know, a taller rider. Uh, this has something they call ergo fit, which essentially goes from around a 5'6 rider all the way up to over 6'2". Wow. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is. So I was it, I was checking out the different um, fits on that. So if you set it up for extended reach, they're they're claiming this is for six one riders and over, right? So that's good for you know for your tall guys. And then the mid reach is probably more you know the the heart of the market or the fat part of the market, not fat literally, but you know, <laughs> the majority the of the ball. riders. I think so. Big ball riders. <laughs> This is your, your, you know, your five, seven to, to six foot range. And the, they call this mid reach. And then for your, you know, for your inseam challenge folks, you got your five, six and under, and they call that reduced reach. But I think that's cool, honestly, to have a bike that's that adjustable on the surface. Yeah. I think it's cool. But then when you think about it, once you get it fit for yourself, are you really going to change that? Like that, this seems more like bike swap. You know, for lack of a better term, like, well, we're going to swap bikes and I'm going to adjust it for me. Like, would you really need that? Well, you know, again, it depends on your, your, your comfortability, um, where you want your bike. But if you, you're not sharing your bike with anybody anyway, so it'll just be built for you. Right. But I think this bike is going to compete with the V-Rod because the V-Rods, you know, has similar, um. Oh, this ain't got near enough power to touch the V-Rod. Oh well, you know what? I I like I like this bike better than I, I would the V Rod because it's just it looks cool. If you haven't seen it, yeah, it's it's a good looking bike, but it's a six fifty. Come on, so <laughs> you can only go so far with six hundred fifty. Yeah, that, that's true. But uh, if you're out cruising anyway, this is the bike. Yeah, for cruising, it's not really going to matter, and it you know you can make it sound good as well. Yeah. I like it though. It's it's neat looking. It's yeah, all we'll blacked see. out. Little and you know, touches we'll, of chrome. We'll see if all that sporting transfers into something the market wants. Right? Do they really want the the ninja derived um, engine? You know, with the chassis and the light wheels and all that stuff. Like, does that matter to anyone? Or are they just going to buy the basic Vulcan and move on? Right. Side, side by side, I think you probably would just pay the extra money for this one. Yeah, if you're looking at it side by side, because all the extras you get with this one, but it looks it's a pretty good cool. Piece. I, I'll give him that. It is. It's a nice looking bike. Uh, it's a nice looking bike. I got to give him that. And I like how they're just kind of keeping with the H2 scheme with the green and the black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Well, you know what bike this trumps though, don't you? What's at least that? for me, I think I think this is better looking than the Bolt from Yamaha. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Remember that, how it they is got better the, the C spec and the R spec and all that now. So mm-hmm. I think the C spec is the cafe one, right? From the bolt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like this much better than that than the yep. the Yamaha. This is nice. What's the, what's the rear tire on this one? That's Can you fair, find that out, John? It's fairly skinny. Looking at it, I, if I uh, had it's to, a one sixty sixteen by seventeen. Oh, it is a one sixty. Nice. Wow. The front's a 120. That's what's on my deuce. <laughs> and uh, also with the Ergo Fit, if you look at. Sorry, John, go ahead. No, no, no problem. 
if you also look at the ErgoFit, the, uh, the when you change the the different seat positions or uh, fit, uh, they also change the seats. The seat changes. Yeah, three different seats. Now I wonder when you buy this, are you getting one? Do you have to pick a seat and that's what you get, or do you get all three? That would be kind of cool. If you think about it, you just get the one and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on their size and the way it's you set on the bike. Hopefully, yeah. You know, you get to pick your seat. But if not, then that's some negotiation you'll have to do before you purchase it. Yep. You got to be careful picking your seat. You don't want anyone to see you. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Corny jokes aside, anything else you like about this or don't like? Nothing really offensive here. I like those wheels, though. Yeah. I like the blacked out windshield. The front headlights look sharp. Nice. You know, the, the turning signals almost disappear. Yep, it's not clear it's nice. covers. Yep, mm-hmm. nice bike. Well, you know what? We'll have to check this one out. I, I haven't ridden a Vulcan series bike in probably six or seven years. I did a couple of demos on them quite a while ago, but this will be interesting. Maybe we could ride like ride this and the Bolt back to back. That'd there be a go. good comparo. Yep. Yeah, we will have to do that. There's a dealership right down the street here. There sure is. All right, moving right along on our news updates. One of our favorite motorcycles that we've ridden, and and we really like following this company because they're doing all electric, and that is Zero Motorcycles unveiled their 2016 updates at the AIM Expo. So with this this information and everything we're talking about today, we'll put some good links in our show notes with some videos that we found and lots of great articles out there that people can read. Um, but yeah, 2016 zeros, Rico. What do you think? Uh, I'm digging it. I'm glad they're they're continuing to move forward with the, with these zero motorcycles. I mean, it just keep getting better and better. And the more yep. people see them, the more people the more people ride them. You know, you know, the more the other companies will have to get in line with with this new change and where the country need, needs to go. Getting getting off of fossil fuels. Yeah, and if, the nice thing is there's two new models for this year. Um, there's the Zero DSR, which is, you know, I guess it's a more of an adventure version of the Dual Sport. So they had the DSR already, which, you know, they they called it Dual Sport, but to me, it was a lot less dirt than than you would think for like a Dual Sport. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. it it seemed more city based and like real light dirting aspirations versus like the FX, which is like a full on dirt bike really in the way it's laid out. So did they do the FX for the police or the DS for the police? I can't remember. Uh, The police version, I believe is a variant of the the DS. Okay. So, so the DSR, they're calling it max adventure. So it's basically more power, more torque from, you know, as a step up from the DS. So they're saying 56% more torque, and 25% more power when you compare it to the DS. So it's kind of like a, you know how they have the SR, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then they have the, or I'm sorry, they have the S, and then they have the SR. So it's like that. You've got the street fighting S, and then you have the R version, which just ups the performance. So it's kind of like that, you know, more performance to the to the dual sport. Did they increase the range? Hey, John, do you know if they Yeah, they the, increased um, that at all? 
the DS now is up to 179 city, and the S is up to 197. I'm sorry, the S is 197 city, and the DS is 179. Yeah. That's not bad. To answer your question about the uh, police, they have the SP model. It must be the 0S. Yeah, and then the 0DS, and then they have the 0FX is what they offer for police models. I didn't get anyone. That's cool. But the the other cool thing with the DSR, Rico, 106 foot-pounds of torque now. Nice. (laughs) You could do wheelies on these things. Zero to 60, and what are they saying? 3.6 seconds? Or 3.9 seconds. But if you get the... If you get the new SR, it's 3.3. I mean, that's like McLaren territory, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's nice to have the two different modes, too. So they get the eco mode or the sport mode, so you can just switch it on the fly, whatever mode you want to be in. So if you want to conserve your battery and go to distance, you know, you just have it in that eco mode, and you can just kind of zip around town and do those quick trips and not have to worry about it. You know, whatever tank of gas is, yep. you know, or far you're going to ride. But uh, yeah, that's nice. I love these bikes. You know, if I had the extra coin, I would have one in the garage. Yep, still good in the city. But where these things still fall down, though, is on the highway. Because you know the the top speed, like on the new DSR, is ninety eight mile an hour. And when you start looking at the range calculations, when they start saying, "Okay, sustained fifty five, and sustained seventy miles an hour," that's when the range goes right down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, if you're a city rider, you're going to be pretty happy with, you know, close to 200 miles of range on some of these models. But if you're a highway rider, that's that's not going to get it done. Well, you just go get the one from Victory. If you're a highway rider, <laughs> well, same problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got gears on that one, though, don't you? Yeah, yeah, gears will help. Yep. I forget so, what their highway range is, but I I still don't think it's going to get you much over 100 on highway. But then again, if you're riding with me, you're stopping that after that yeah, many miles. Anyway. anyway, you could charge it too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll do next year. We'll ride. Um, we'll ride uh, Victory uh, Impulse TTs to Barber next year. And then we'll have to oh, stop. Be for cool. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. We should. We should map that out. Do a. I don't know if we could get a couple of owners, but see if we could get a couple of those and see what kind of road trip we could do. All right. You know, see if we could do kind of like what you, what uh, the Roadhogs did. See if we could do like a Roadhog style trip on electric bikes. There you go. That would be cool. I want to try that. All right. We'll have to reach out to uh, Zero and uh, Victory yeah. see if we can get some loaners. Yeah. So, yeah, you do it on a Zero S. I'll do it on the Impulse TT. And then we'll see who fares the best. Nice. All right. Yeah. So Deal. victory and victory and zero hit us up. Feedback at rwstudios.com. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's cool. Oh, there's one other one we didn't talk about. The there's the All FXS, right. which is basically they take the FX model and turn it into a supermoto. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. Very you nice. ever watch any you ever watch any supermoto racing? Nothing recently. How about you? So, yeah, so basically they take uh, take like a dirt bike, right? Put uh, like sport bike tires on it, better brakes, and they race them on these 
supermoto courses that involve dirt and asphalt. Just it's just fun to watch. It's it's a hoot. Uh. So that's kind of what this is. They took the FX and put street tires on it and some other little bits, but yeah, this pretty thing sweet. is uh is pretty cool. Oh, you know who else is gonna get into the electric game? Yamaha. Oh yeah? Yeah, they introduced their uh concept uh, electric bikes at uh at uh, the AIM Expo as well. Yeah, you sent me some pictures of these. I haven't looked at this too far in depth. So what do they what do they have going on here? Just a concept, of course, right? This is not yeah. no production plans yet, right? So there's really not a lot of uh, material on them other than you know they're coming out with uh, electric bikes, and this is where like I was saying that uh, kudos to Zero and Victory for starting the process. It looks like everybody else is uh, following suit to try to get into the game because you know it is a viable market but right now like everybody's concerned about is just that range anxiety uh, mm-hmm. of just running out of juice when you <laughs> need it the most yeah this is a pretty cool looking concept uh, what they call it the PES2 um, which Rico was actually unveiled at the Tokyo Motor Show yeah sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> we give, give an aim a little too much credit here yeah yeah which looks like, I don't, I don't know, we get got to figure out how to get to the AIM Expo and Barber at the same time. See if we can pull that off. Because it, it looks like a lot of fun. They got an outdoor area. I saw them building a dirt track. They had a bunch of demo rides, all sorts of vendor stuff. Like, got to find a way to get to that at some point. Yeah. We probably need to set up a booth, too. Right, right. Hey, you know, you know who else will be one day getting an electric bike? Who's that? Who? Harley. No, that's not going to happen. You're predicting it won't happen. Yeah, I've, I've kind of changed my tune. Like, I know I'm, I know I'm on record of saying that it would come this year, and it would have been announced at Sturgis. So I didn't, obviously, didn't get it right with the Sturgis thing. But I still have, you know, another two months. I guess they could technically have one this year, but it's not going to happen. And I'm, I'm more thinking that it's not going to happen. Period. I don't think they'll do it. Speaking of mm. speaking of Harley, there is some new news out there, but we can save that for later. Yeah, no, I mean we can we can dip into that now. I mean it's it's germane to the conversation that you know their earnings are down and they're going to be laying some people off again. Yeah, and this this is not not the opportune time for them to be you know having a downturn because Polaris is killing it with well mainly with Indian, but Victory to a lesser degree, but. You know, Polaris's numbers are up, up, up. So maybe Indian is finally making a dent into the Harley market share. I mean, the bikes are certainly getting a lot of praise, a lot of looks. I mean, just riding around at Barber, everyone was was all over the Roadmaster. You know, it was, you know, I, I hate to say it, right? Like Aaron says, rock star status. Like you pull up on that thing and it's like moths to a flame. So, mm-hmm. I mean, kudos to Indian, <laughs> kudos to Indian. And again, I'm, I'm going to say my my usual, you know, having Indian do well is is good for everybody. Good, good for business. Yeah, it's a good swift swift kick in the butt for Harley to mm-hmm. just kick it in gear. You know, kick it up a notch. Yep, take it up a notch. Start branching out. Maybe it's time to bring that live wire to market. You know what I'm saying? Something <laughs> needs to happen, baby. <laughs> I want a live wire up in here. What's up? 
Have I said before I want the live wire? Don't make me wait. Don't make me buy zero. Don't make me buy an impulse Mm -hmm. TT. That's right. Which raced at the Isle of Man. Kick butt. Right. Well, they were on the podium. (laughs) They didn't exactly kick butt. (laughs) And it was only a few bikes anyway. (laughs) (laughs) At least they represent it. Yeah. They represent it. At least they showed up, you know. Right. So you are right, Rich. It's the uh, Indian motorcycles and a new sling slot are the reason for Polaris's uh, strong. Nice. Yeah. In the marketplace. Slingshot too, huh? Good numbers on that. Yeah, that's what they're saying for motorcycles. And just to give you a comparison on a change, the three months ending in September from 2014 to 2015, they had a 154% increase. Wow. Wow. Is that in dollars or or bikes? Uh, Sales. Sales numbers. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, so this year there are 160,000, and last year they were at 63,000. So pretty much almost a hundred thousand increase. So one hundred sixty thousand bikes so far for this year, and that's all in all brands. All brands? No, that's just sales. Yeah. No, I'm confused. Is it dollars or bikes? Dollars. <laughs> okay. So that's millions. One hundred sixty million M. or billion? No, it's not billion. It's got to be M. It's a, M. Yeah, probably probably millions. One hundred sixty million. Yeah. Okay. Well, still, yeah, one hundred sixty million in bikes is. Well, that's that's a nice increase for them. If you remember, the Harley's numbers start with a B, wow. so they're making yes. a dent, but they got a ways to go yet. Well, they the Harley's want to lay some people off and reduce their output, yeah, their bike output. So they must be doing something. Well, and the cool thing is that, well, not cool thing. It's ne- it's never cool that mass people, mass numbers of people get laid off. But get laid off. The one article I read right. was that. They were going to put the money from that into like design and engineering and, and marketing. So, I mean, that's good. You know, if we're going to improve the bikes or maybe come out with a new bike, that that is kind of a silver lining to, you know, having to lay some people off. Yeah, but hopefully, yeah, like like you mentioned, that hopefully those people that they're laying off can be a part of the new project that they're trying to spin off on. Yeah, I hear you. Well, we'll see what happens there. We'll keep a. Uh, pulse on that yeah we'll see it's a big company though and they got a huge market share so they're not gonna lose it overnight but to me it definitely seems you know as a as a big harley enthusiast it definitely seems like they've got a little work to do right now mm-hmm. and i think that's good you know a little indian fuel for the fire mm-hmm. speaking of things going away oh yeah wipers going away i know i you know, it it was like a double dip, right? You you sold the M3, and then I'm reading, it's like, the Viper's going away again. I'm like, ah. next thing they're going to tell me, there's not going to be a new Corvette uh, ZR1, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Or the C7 is yeah. the last Corvette. Like, that. Uh, that's not going to happen. Yep. That's just crazy talk. Yeah, so, yeah. So, 2017, uh, production will end on the Dodge Viper. The original Viper was was uh, produced in 1992. Can you believe that? That far back? It's been that long? Holy cow. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that old. I didn't either. Hmm. Yeah, look at that. Updated wow. in 96, 2003, and 2008. 
Huh. Yeah. And this latest gen just came out in 2013. So, yeah, who knows? I mean, it's it's a pretty niche car, though. I mean, I know they weren't selling many of them, but honestly, this is the kind of car that like a small company should be building. You know, not not like a major auto manufacturer because I think there's just think the numbers are so small. I mean, it's it's nowhere near like how many vets and mustangs you know right. things like that get cranked out i mean what did they say they sold only 730 for all of 2014 that's that's pitiful that's, that, yeah, it is. 760 760 <laughs> yeah that's wow terrible. yeah but and just 503 have been sold this year wow huh. so this is considered like a supercar or no or just an exotic sports car yeah i don't I mean, supercar is a tough word because it's it's a moving target, right? Yeah. So, to my I understanding, mean, we're supposed to compete with the with the uh, vet. Well, only only okay. with the top of the line vet because the the base vet is is four hundred fifty horse. This thing is over six hundred. So, yeah. I don't know. That's too bad. I mean, I this is another competition thing, right? You know, if there's no competition for the vet, then it's going to get soft again. But while there's people out there trying to eat its lunch, then they just make it better and better. Yep. So we'll see. We will see. <laughs> we will see. I wonder how much the Hellcat series of Charger and Challenger had had to do with people not buying the Viper, right? Because if you think about it, Viper is terribly impractical unless you're, again, unless you're taking it to the racetrack. But to have a Dodge Charger with 700 horsepower... Yes, please. <laughs> now that's exciting. Yeah. You know what happened? These these single old guys, you know, still have their kids, and they got to put them in the back seat with them. Yeah, yeah. The, now that still got to be a family car. The Charger with the Hellcat engine makes a lot more sense to me than a Viper. Mm-hmm. Not on the track, but I mean, just as a as a car, I'm going to buy and drive around. Yeah, right. Charger all day. Hmm. Speaking of carting the family around, I got a chance to test drive the Land Rover um, LR4 off road. Now, was it just a test drive, or was it, it was more just of an a test drive. experience? <laughs> it wasn't. It was both. It was an experience and a test drive in the dirt and mud. Nice. And I and I and I must say, I really enjoyed it. the The thing is, with it being a Range Rover, you know, it has all the capability of going off road, mm-hmm. but the interior to me, I want something a little bit better if I'm going to buy something at this high end of a range. Oh, really? You know, uh, yeah. I would. You felt uh, you felt like it let you down on the interior. It, it uh, in the inside, it did. It did let me down um, because you know after test driving the Volvo, ooh, yeah. Um, you know, and seeing that interior on that vehicle, it's it's just. Amazing, and the the one I'm talking about is the CX90. Had the the plush interior, just to die for. Just very nice interior, and it has the the suspension, raise and lower suspension, and everything. I don't know how it would handle handle versus the Land Rover, but right, still, interior wise and comfort wise, the Volvo will be will be the um uh would be the winner. LR4, yeah. Um, so my on the interior. So my challenge with with Land Rover has always been that most people don't use these things for what they really can do. But tell us about that because I understand you 
you really used it like it should be in the terms of the off-road yeah. cred. So how did that go? Right, right. So to take a $50,000 car and take it over boulders, across bridges, and through mud holes, and up hills, and, you know, hearing the the stick bushes <laughs> scraping scratch the side, the side <laughs> you know is, is you know it's a little unnerving you know it can and when you hear your, your your car scrape across boulders and stuff you know it, you have to wonder if this is you know something that you want to do on a day-to-day basis if i had to go off-road or if i live somewhere where i had to go up mm-hmm. like a crazy driveway if i had like a crazy driveway living in the mountains let's say and I had to go up these mud holes and whatever. This was be the car for sure to have, a must have, because of the off road capability. I mean, the the downhill hill descent capability. You know, being able to trek through the mud at slow speed. Yeah. This one had a winch on the front, which is really nice. Um, but um, it handled perfectly. I mean, the car is capable of going through pretty much anything. Mm. Anything after taking it through this experience. There's nothing this car can drive over. I swear, it's amazing. Yeah, I would rather have this car than the Hummer. To tell you the truth, oh yeah, that's a given. I couldn't. The well, the yeah, the devil's yeah. advocate question I was going to ask is, and I don't know if you've been in the newer ones, but would you have it over like a Jeep Grand Cherokee? Yes, definitely. Okay, I would definitely buy. Yes, because those are nice. I I took a little spin in one of those this summer when. I was trying to convince the misses of some different SUVs, and they're really impressive. I, I didn't take it off road, obviously, but they're nice inside, especially the the newest ones. Mm. They've done a nice job with those. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So yeah, so just give people a backstory. So this is this was the Land Rover experience. I think that's what they call it at the uh, right. Biltmore yeah. facility out Biltmore. in Nashville. Yep. Yep. Good time, and I also did some segwaying out there, out there too, and some horseback riding too. <laughs> did you use the winch? So that was I want to know that. Did you use the winch at all on the Land Rover? No, I didn't have to. The damn car <laughs> couldn't went get it stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get it stuck. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That would be kind of embarrassing though <laughs> if you were at the, a Land Rover experience and you actually had to had to use the winch. That that might be a no. Might be a knock on them, huh? Yep. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> cool. Sounds like you had a fun fun weekend out there, right? Anniversary? Yeah, it was. It was my anniversary, yeah. And uh, my wife's the outdoorsy type, so thank you. And, um, you know, I, I planned a whole weekend for us, and uh, she enjoyed it immensely. So we did a lot of cool things outdoors, listened to a jazz concert outdoors, and had our wine and cheese and sat and at the bar, we we did we did it all. Everything she could possibly, I, I think she would possibly wanted to do. I, I put it in the in the itinerary for us. <laughs> nice, what a guy, what a guy. I try. Yeah, no kidding, huh? I did, I did. Thanks, buddy. And now I know how you get to take all these road trips, <laughs> right? You build up this stockpile of brownie points. Hey, hey Rico, yep, maybe yep. you need to teach Rich some of these. Technique. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm starting a class. <laughs> <laughs> How to get brownie a class. points. <laughs> uh, sounds starting to sound like charm school or something. I know, I know. Oh, my goodness. Uh, guess who else is trying to get into the SUV game? But we know Fiat? we know Bentley is, I and mean, it's butt ugly. But who else? Yeah. <laughs> Jaguar. 
What? Some Jaguars going to get into the mar? Yeah. Yep. 2016 Jag is coming out with the E pace, the F pace, and the J pace. Interesting. I haven't. I've heard some. I've heard very little about those. I haven't really checked them out, but I'm sure it'll be nice uh, from Jaguar if it's anything like what they did with the new F type, which that thing is bananas. It, I'm sure that'll mm-hmm. be good. That'll be good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, more to come with those. I just wanted to throw it out there. Well, since you're also you're a high rolling uh, supercar driver, so I'm sure you'll get out there and test drive it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Tesla too has announced that their uh, Model X has come out too, right? Yeah, they they pretty much hit the mark. Yeah, we we've talked about this a lot before, but the Model X is is finally available for sale and. If you were on the list early enough and you have got a hundred and thirty grand burning a hole in your pocket, you can get one. <laughs> and it's a you know, the hundred and thirty grand that's not a knock on Tesla. It's just the the early ones are all the high spec trim models. Um that's the ones they're making first. So if you're getting one early, you know, it's big bucks and you know, they'll get they'll get under a hundred as they get rolling, but these these first few, I guess. I don't know how long that will continue, but these first few that come out are all the, the top of the line models. Cool. But it's cool. I can't wait to see one of those. I'm gonna maybe I'll zip over to Tesla this week if I get a chance. Try to do another test drive. Keep yeah. keep trying to get Definitely. my wife to go, but she's like, oh, I don't want to. And I'm like, why not? Because <laughs> she'll love it. That's why <laughs> she's gonna love it. Yeah. Well, another you know another Tesla news thing that. And we don't have to dwell on, but they've they've announced their autopilot software is now available for all Model S owners. Which nice. originally I had reservations about, you know, this autonomous stuff, but I gotta tell you, the more I drive around, especially on the bike, and the more I see people not paying attention, I'm changing my tune. I can't wait for autonomous cars. Because I want all these mm-hmm. jackheads, jackals, whatever you want to call them, that are not paying attention. I hope they snap up these autonomous cars and then get the heck out of the way. Right. That's what I can't wait for. You know, as long as our much safer place for you know, as long as our beloved bureaucrats. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying as long as the politicians don't ruin it by, you know, making some stupid law like outlawing manual driving or something, then it'll be cool right. to have autonomous cars. Because then these people that aren't paying attention anyway, hopefully. They can just kick back and stick their head in their phone or wherever else they're sticking their head, and you know the rest of us can whiz along, you know, whiz along past them. Can't wait. Amen. And sorry, I cut you off there. Did you have? Did you have something to add? No, just saying. Amen. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can get on my soapbox there for a minute. Yeah, that's cool. Well, anything else, my man? I think we're approaching the hour. Yeah, that's. That's pretty good. You know, I didn't didn't mean to overload people with the car talk, but just there's a lot of news been circulating around there, circulating around that we haven't had a chance to talk about, and you know, we just kind of cherry pick the cars that that we like or that we're passionate about. So, you know, hope people enjoy that um, little little diversion from from all the bike talk of late. Awesome. Well, I'll let you guys gather your thoughts while I give my my final send off. Um, show notes, including links and images for this episode can be found at our website and that'll be loudpipes.net slash 30. And we also have links to subscribe to the show, which is the best way to get updates 
in a timely manner. I'll subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio. There's a one-click Android option or direct RSS feed if you know how to do that. We also have social media links on our page header if you want to share or connect with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And we also appreciate star ratings on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. It's a great way to help promote the show, help other people find our content. And if you feel the show is less than five stars, or if you just want to drop us a note, you can reach us at feedback at rdubstudios.com, or we have a feedback link on the website if you don't want to share your email address. All right, fellas, that's my spiel. Anything else? I am all set this evening. It's been a great show. So, uh, Yep, thanks. thanks for staying up late, John. I know we've, we've kept you a little over time here, so I appreciate it. It's okay. I'll just add to your bill. <laughs> to the bill, yeah. I'll, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to double your pay for this week. How about that? Okay. Yeah. yeah that <laughs> awesome. Yeah, cool. just just one more reminder. Like I said, we've we set up the basic donate page if you want to send a little support our way, and that that will be available at rdubstudios.com slash donate. All right, Rico. Kick Sands up. Big stands up, my friend, and Chopilla. Awesome. Take care. This has been an RDub Studio production. Check us out at rdubstudios.com, iTunes, or Stitcher Radio.